0: Alright, welcome back to the survival and basic badass podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, I thought with the holidays coming up, now I kind of miss Thanksgiving, but you know, Christmas, whatever, you're gonna get together with friends and family and and talk about, you know, things that that everybody's done all year and the excitement and getting to know each other. And I thought, what better? than to fill your mind with a bunch of global warming information. So then you can have all kinds of fun things to talk about with family. That's what everyone really likes to do is talk politics at, at holiday gatherings, right? Yeah, Celebr-
1: that's, that's important, right? A little bit yeah. of, a little bit of it's alcohol awesome. and a little bit of politics.
0: And talk about, cause there is no less touchy subject than global warming. Um, now, first, it's like, why is global warming so touchy, I guess, is, is really, you know, why, why it, you know, I don't know. Well, one, there's a couple of reasons in my book. First, the government doesn't exactly have a track record of telling the truth or doing things to help people in society, especially doing hard things. Like, they're never like, hey, let's cut spending because that'll make things better for your future. Um, Hey, let's, uh, you know, I I don't know, that's really the only thing the government should be doing. Let's have less enforcement of laws. Let's uh, reduce the police force. Let's shrink down the army. You know, none of these things you ever hear coming from our government's. And that's pretty much all over the world. That's not just the United States. Then we kind of have the, you know, when is the government ever solved the problem? The government's like, hey, you know, let's let's tackle poverty. I, I, I hate all this poverty, all these poor people. Let's create all these programs, tax the hell out of everybody, and then we'll solve poverty. And now we have like, 10 times more, you know, Americans in poverty than we did in the 50s when we started this whole thing. Um, How about the war on drugs? How's that working out? Drugs won. Um, Drugs won, you know? Uh, You know, they were like, oh, we should get to the bottom of this drug thing. That's something we could solve. And then you hear all kinds of stories of like the CIA, you know, bringing in shipments of heroin and, and cocaine and And all this shit, right? That movie with Tom Cruise, that's where I get all my information.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tom Cruise is definitely the go-to for for intelligent information, right?
0: You get the idea. So that's it. So it's like, we've never seen the government want to take on a project and one, not hang on to that project in order to manipulate people, and two actually solve anything and i think that's where the big distrust and and you know sour taste in the mouth uh, comes from and, and why everybody cringes and and walks away with with government uh global warming i i don't know kevin uh does that sound like an accurate assessment of the the situation here
1: yeah i think that's reasonable i know that i mean if you really want to get down to it um I think global warming has really been caused by me. It's it was you it's my ass, the methane that I've been putting out.
0: It's is been really foul. the
1: cause for the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, if you well, want to get down to it, everyone can blame me for it.
0: Now, so I, I do have some quick stats that that kind of come to to mind to every naysayer, um you know, in the world there, when, when you mention global warming. So one is in 1976 and, and I actually, I'm pretty old and and I remember being taught this in school and I remember time magazine having big headlines, but they used to put out that the world was cooling and that we were all going to die with another ice age. And this was a big thing. And they taught it to everybody and they taught it just like fact And this is the thing. I mean, that's what we're getting from Fauci and the whole COVID thing. That's why everyone's like, fuck you and your vaccines. Fuck you and wearing masks because one day masks are effective. And it's such a contradiction. You know what I'm saying? So everything we get is a contradiction of, oh, if you get the vaccine, you'll be safe. But if you don't, you're making everybody with the vaccine unsafe. And you're like, wait a minute. I thought it worked. You know, it 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 doesn't. Turns out that vaccine doesn't really work. And the thing is, like, you're like, oh, well, no, it it works. It's just it doesn't work for the variants. But the way we keep making all these leaps, everything seems to contradict everything else. And that's Mm -hmm. what we've been seeing with this whole global warming thing. All right. So then in 1989, they said that uh, the rising sea levels we're going to have the entire uh, planet underwater by 2000. And you know what? That didn't happen. Um, Yeah. And that was actually before Al Gore, you know, Al Gore existed. Al Gore was not (laughs) taking on the cause of global warming. No, he was Um,
1: inventing the internet then. So yeah, he he was was hard
0: at work on the internet. So, right. Exactly. So then, we, uh, you know, that didn't pan out like they kind of thought it was. So it's, it's this big, like, reactionary thing that we keep doing. Now, then uh, in 2000, they said that, uh, oh, actually, no, back to the 1989 in their prediction of the sea level, they said by 2000, which, mind you, everybody was going to be dead, but kids were never going to know what snow looked like. The, the generation of babies born in 1989, we're never going to see snow. So that didn't pan out either, it turns out. Um, then the most quoted of all time, global warming, uh, things is Al Gore. And the way you see it on the internet is that he said that by uh, 2013, he, he said within five years that there was going to be no no ice whatsoever at the polar caps. All right? That it was going to be gone. Now, that's not actually true. I mean, that's what everybody remembers and and hears. But what he actually said, and again, it didn't pan out at all, and he was making ridiculous you know, assumptions and and basically trying to scare people. But what he said was that the arctic caps 75% of scientists agree that the ice would be disappear during the summer months and then come back now this is like some like mile thick shit up there you know mile deep ice it, it really wasn't going to happen but he was he was on board he was He was, you know, down for the planet's destruction and it basically came across as so alarmist and we had had so many predictions of alarmist ridiculousness and with the knee-jerk reaction that people just were like, yeah, screw you. We're not doing it. Now, the next thing that basically raises red flags for everybody is that they end up uh, saying, well, the solution is for us to tax you and to tell you you can't do shit and to come up with completely unreasonable, unrealistic solutions that you all need to follow. Now, I understand if there's a dramatic problem, dramatic steps kind of are in order, but just taking my money and you having it doesn't really help me. Um There's a lot of that shit of Al Gore flying around and telling everybody at different places, hey, look, global warming's bad as I fly around on my private jet and I'm part of the problem. So I don't need to take steps, but it's so important. You know, I'm the messenger, so it's worth it me taking the risk. And I don't, and you get the feeling that they don't really believe it. But I think where it all falls apart is. We're putting Al Gore as the figurehead, or these other jackasses as the figurehead, instead of trying to look at the problem. Um, we kind of, you know, get caught up in the bullshit of, well, that guy's a freaking idiot, or you know, later I'm going to break out some charts from like Bloomberg, and this guy's out after my guns and making up all kinds of stories that I see all the time. He's getting mayors to lie and you know, this little coalition of mayors to stop gun violence and bullshit. He, he's got all these stupid things. So right away, I, I don't trust the guy. And I'm like, oh, well, he's a liar and, and a jackass. And these are the people that we pick as figureheads. And so anybody with common sense immediately puts up red flags and, and has distrust. So, all right, I, I guess the next step is why do we think, that global warming is happening. Like, like, what are the scientists saying? So, the bottom line, we've been taking accurate measurements of temperature far enough around the globe that we can kind of get a feeling for things, basically since 1880. And obviously, our preciseness and, and stuff has improved since then. But since 1880, the... Between 1880 and 1980, the planet has risen one degree Celsius. So that's an average of 0.07 degrees every 10 years, all right? So that's how it was going from 1880 to 1980. Now, in 1981, until now, the average has gone from 0.07 to 0.18 degrees every 10 years. Now that's a kind of dramatic increase. Um, now, you're like, well, there's been technology before 1980, so I don't see you know, the connection. We can't blame man, right? I mean, that sounds reasonable, but when you look into it, So Bloomberg actually put up and I put a link in the show notes and I also shared to the Prepping Badass page. They do have a chart and basically the chart shows how like all the arguments that basically people make, including me, um, you know, like we used to take the... uh, we used to use the farmer's almanac and what they would do is they would take a, a telescope and they would look at the sun and they would count the amount of sunspots on the sun and they would be able to predict what kind of warms or cool season we were going to have based on how many sunspots and how much direct sunlight was going to be hitting the planet, you know, throughout the year. And we'd get a better idea because we're all rotating you know, around the sun, it's you know the the day is the rotation of the Earth, but around the sun is a, a much longer you know period here, like and like what a you're year. Pacing, right. It turns out we won't we won't go into technical it's, data, Kevin. Yeah, it's don't, weird how it's don't weird get how people upset.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird how that works out. You know, where it right. takes exactly one year it's, to go around the sun.
0: I mean, it's the weird. coincidence is unbelievable. So, you know, you get it. But uh, anyway, sorry, moving right along. But we would look at this shit and we would be like, all right, this is this is what's going on and how the year is going to be. And the thing is, it ended up being very accurate. So people are like, oh, and then we'll have things like volcanic eruptions, which put a lot of CO2 and, and things into the air. And they have a dramatic effect on the planet. Um People believe, you know, the ice age. They, you know, they think a, a big comet, you know, hit the the planet, and you ended up with the big debris field. Although they also talked about, well, maybe it was the super volcanoes, and you know, nobody really. Uh, anyway, um, science. Who knows, right? Science. All the big numbers yeah. and bam. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> bottom line, you know, clouds, things got blocked out, planet cools, that kind of crap, right? So there's all these different factors. So anyway, I circle back. The, uh, the Bloomberg chart basically follows volcanoes and everything, and it overlays the lines. However, you'll notice that the temperature stays pretty consistent even with all these disruptions. And then as we increase human uh, CO2 output and production, you'll see the numbers go very significantly, you know, along with it. Um, They really do change with the output of human activity. But again, I mean, you know, I I understand the guy who's like, well, you know, yeah, but fuck you, because the government just makes up any data they have. And yeah, well, it's hard to argue that because... Man, with the stuff on the news every day and right in your face with this stupid COVID stuff and the way we react to everything, it does seem that way. Um, You know, you'll hear on the news one day about um, how guns are, you know, the reason that everybody dies and it's always the AR 15 and every other thing. And then you look at the statistics and you realize, well, wait, somebody's more likely to murder me with their bare hands than they are with a, a gun. And they're like 15 times more likely to murder me with a knife than they are with a gun. But, you know, it's easy to blame the gun. My point is, the government has been known to make up some shit. So people have a big distrust for it. But on the flip side of that, I do know that our different climate zones have definitely changed. The stuff that my wife can plant in the garden is very different. Than it was five years ago, you know, or ten years ago, and our seasons are a different length now. Whether that's because of nature, like I said, it really kind of seems like no. And is the government the solution? Um, well, do they have solutions, Kevin? Is there anything we can do, or is the government going to save us?
1: Yeah, well, the the best. Thing that you can do to protect your grandchildren, to save the okay. environment, is to go vegan. Um, yes. So apparently, my grandkids are fucked because that's not happening.
0: Yeah, I don't see me going vegan. That, that's not no. really going to happen. The whole hunting, fishing, loving every day. Yeah, that that's more the uh, the direction I'm heading. The, mm-hmm. uh going vegan. Now, I did see they recommend going vegan. They recommended organic. Now, it turned out the stuff that I read was that they were like, oh, you can't just go vegan because all that vegetables and fruit and all that healthy shit that people eat. Turns out we bring it in from other parts of the world where the climate's nice Mm -hmm. and we bring it to the icy north. So you guys in the icy north are just like fucked. You're like, no. Because well, when for you now bring that shit in, oh, for oh, then the jokes <laughs> on us southerners, right? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I see what you did there. The, uh, that's the thing is all this stuff has to travel to get there, and then somehow I I didn't really understand because again this is why people distrust the government because they make these dramatic leaps in things they say with like no thought. I mean. You think listening to me, you might hear some random stupid ideas. You have no idea the shit that's coming out of government officials. I mean, it's unbelievable. But so it turns out they're like, oh, well, you need to eat organic because otherwise they use fertilizer. And that's bad for the environment. And they're like all the chemicals and shit they put in the ground. And I'm like organic food they don't use fertilizer do they not know what fertilizer is do they not (laughs) understand how this works out then they'll tell you that animal shit farting breathing carbon being produced the whole thing is another big part of the problem all right that's fine but you want me to use organic fertilizer that's usually manure and things that are coming from animals. So that way we don't use the chemical fertilizer. And then I feel like another contradiction has just happened. I'm just saying, I'm putting that out there. Um, What I would say, if you're looking for a realistic solution, I think eating local is definitely, you know, uh, that's one of those like hippie trend things where the restaurants are locally sourced food. Now, we don't have that, like, in the South. We have, like, Zaxby's and whatever. But up North, it's very trendy for restaurants to be like, oh, this came from, you know, our local farm. And these cows, all these bison, they were from, you know, our local whatever. And that's a thing. But that's a great way to be. Um, The whole farmer's market thing, all that. Uh, It definitely, you know can be, you know, the way to go. Uh, the government also recommends one child. Uh, you know, you've probably heard of communist countries suggesting something similar. So obviously Mm -hmm. we know it's a good idea. Um, if you have just one kid, there's somebody less consuming shit. There's somebody less breathing and farting. Um, clearly it makes sense. Um, They also recommend having an efficient home. Now, building a house with good insulation is a good idea, and it's something I've always sought after because it turns out I hate paying for electricity and for oil for my furnace or whatever, right? Uh, I'm not exactly a big fan of spending money. I'd rather have more money to spend on guns and, and bullets and, you know. Food. I like eating, too, it turns out. I also Mm -hmm. like beer. I like to spend a good amount of money on beer.
1: Um, That is a significant amount of of my my budget, is is beer money.
0: Now, I would say that saying, hey, I have all these uh, hardwood floors in my house, but if I rip them out and put in bamboo floors, because bamboo floors are renewable, Mm -hmm. you might be a jackass. And I've heard right. people tell me this shit. And I'm like, no, you're an idiot because they're already there. You've already used that wood. So putting <laughs> right, new you can't shit, put it
1: back into a, the tree.
0: <laughs> it's not going to solve the problem. Um, using bamboo to make things, not a bad way to go. That's fine. But, yeah, don't don't do that shit. Buying new appliances that you think are more energy efficient but only last four or five years, and then you need to throw them out and buy a new one and get a new one shipped from China. Not exactly a win. Um, so that kind of thing. Now, one of the things, a lot of the the stuff that I read likes to blame America as the bad guy. Um, I see uh, America, they, they keep saying, what I actually keep reading is America generates a quarter of the world's pollution. Um, Turns out that's actually not accurate, but that's what they keep saying. Um, Turns out 11% of the carbon emissions in 2019 of global carbon emissions, uh, it turns out, come from the U.S., is what they're going for. Now, 11% sounds like a lot. You're like, well, you know, we're not quite 11% of the world. So, although landmass, we're, eh, whatever. Uh, We're probably about 3% of the world's, uh, it's probably even less than that, isn't it? But anyway, we'll we'll go from there. But here's the thing. We're 23.89% of the world's economy. So it turns out we produce shit for the world, and yet we get a hard time. China, and it's nice to compare. You know, it's like you you compare me to Satan. I look pretty freaking good. You compare me uh-huh. to the guy next door, eh? You know, I'm about average, Bit of an but you compare me to <laughs> Satan, and I'm yeah. freaking. I'm I'm the dream. I'm the perfect guy. So. Let's follow my logic. And you compare us to China, they produce not the 11% we do, 27% of the carbon. Now, they also are only 15.86% of the world economy. Mm -hmm. So see, benefit to the world, not so much. Damage to the world, bad. America, a little damage to the world, lots of benefit. I'm just saying, that's something you might want to consider. Plus, we have way more debt than fucking anybody. I mean, we're just fucking, we spend money like nobody's business. You know, they always say, like, if you're doing good and you have a good credit score, you can get into all kinds of trouble. That's Uh us. Yep.
1: Yep. All right. So let's touch on, on some of the things we can do to, to prep, get ready for global, global warming, you know, right. how to prepare yourself. So, uh, so the first thing I'd suggest is if you have a beachfront home, sell that bitch, sell it. Nice. So, you know, right. Maybe you're not going to have a problem right now. Uh, but maybe selling that piece of property in 10 years, you might not be getting the same price, uh, That you would expect from it you know don't worry
0: about the inflation it's gonna take care of that shit dude so don't even Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh
1: so go on maybe maybe i was thinking maybe uh your best bet would be to to sell your property uh on the beachfront property and buy some land in iceland you know or the desert It's, it's getting better um now, there's another thing here that they they talk about a lot with uh, with global warming, and that's extreme weather events. Um, well, yes and no. Uh, there is an increased chance of of flooding. There's an increased chance of of certain things. Let's talk real quick about hurricanes. Um, when it comes to prepping for a hurricane, I think we've gone over the basics here. Um, make an evacuation plan. Get ready for for. You know how to get it, get out of that area if you got to. Um, most likely to get the uh, hurricanes in the in the in September. You know that's the highest the highest chance month. All right. um, three the, the uh, FEMA recommends three days of supplies. Um, I think that maybe a little bit more than that would be smarter. But whatever. Um, make sure you've got your important documents in a place where you can grab them and take them with you. Um, you can't really get flood insurance, but you should go over what home insurance you do have. Um, you know, just be aware of what you can charge your insurance company for, um, what you can pay them, what kind of thing, you know, what kind of things are covered and what kind of things aren't. Just be aware of what you're insured for. Um, then then there's things like hurricane shutters and things like that to, to protect your home. Um. What you have to prepare for with uh, hurricanes is is high winds, um, heavy rains, storm surges, uh, inland flooding, landslides. Um, remember when you when there's like flooding, don't try and like swim across or drive through something that only looks a, a few I remember Hurricane Irene, I was stuck in a spot, um, and there's a you know, the road was flooded out ahead of me. And I was figuring out an alternate route, which there was, but apparently the asshole on the other side of the flooded road didn't think that there was any other way to get through, and he had to drive through that fucker. And nice. he got about uh, 100 feet into the water, and his car started floating, and he had to climb out of his car and sit on his fucking roof and wait for somebody to come save his ass because he was dummy. Um, you know, don't be the dummy. When it comes yeah. to flooding and shit, if you can't see the road don't try and drive through it because you don't know what the fuck is under there. Um, <clears throat> uh, another problem that we're gonna see a little bit more of is power fa- failures. We saw that with the uh, the blizzard in uh, Texas last year um, so make sure you have alternates for home heating uh, if your power goes out uh, don't you know you can't use natural gas and things like that 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 can be dangerous. But, you know, make sure you have a way to heat your home that's not <clears throat> not based on uh, your plug-in heaters. Uh, have carbon yeah. monoxide detectors because uh, all the dumb shit you do to heat your house up can end up poisoning you. Uh, it's and with all the
0: pollution, we may just run out of oxygen. And you'll be like, hey, I got an alert. There's no more air left in yep. my
1: house. No okay. air left. You're done.
0: You didn't yeah. think you could use keep your, your carbon tanks. monoxide detector to let you know about global warming. You can check the progress, you know? So, uh-huh.
1: Yeah. You can keep up on it. All right. Um, go ahead. Keep your phones charged up, you know, uh, make sure that that stays, you know, that stays good. Um, keep your, uh, fuel tanks full. Um, we talk about that every now and then t- keeping your gas tank full in the car, uh, you know, but also like your, your heating fuel tanks, um, your, keep a couple of extra cans of uh, gas in the in the house, you know, things you use for your lawnmower and shit. You can also put that in your car if, if an emergency happens. And honestly, right now, gas prices are finally starting to go down a little bit. Um, so if you have fuel stored up, this is a good time to use it and refill those guys. Uh, you know, turn that gas over. Uh, another thing that um <clears throat> I talked about, uh, keeping your phones charged and shit like that. And we talked last week, I think, a little bit about uh, about the you know power packs and things like that for your for your phones, um, but also your batteries for your flashlights, radios, things like that. Make sure you're stocked up and you've got you know, you've got stuff. If if you're trying to save the planet, I'd say get the rechargeable batteries. But if you uh, if you don't really give a shit, then just get regular batteries. I'm not going to give you a shit about it, but have something that you can get your. Uh, you know, getting your in your uh, flashlights and your radios and all that sort of stuff. Uh, another thing that we're gonna see is more wildfires. Obviously, uh, California is always burning down. Um, if you live in California, have a plan and an evacuation plan. And uh, you know, if you live in, in any place that's prone for prone to wildfires, have some sort of a plan to uh, get out of there. You know, um, extreme heat is another one. Uh, we talked about heat exhaustion and, and what to do about things like that. Um, but, you know, do, uh, do your little bit of homework and, and make sure that you're prepared to, to deal with somebody that's in a, a situation like that, heat exhaustion. Um, but those are just some basic stuff to to do some prepping. Uh, I think it's it's worthwhile. This is what we do on the show is, is uh, you know, it's a prepping show. Uh, Be prepared for these kinds of uh, events, you know, do a little bit of research and and make sure your home is is uh, in a safe, you know, set up in a safe way. And that you've got a basic evacuation plan for uh, getting the fuck out of there. You know, especially if you live in like uh, Louisiana or Florida or one of those places that's prone to, you know, hurricanes and flooding.
0: Now, what I did here is get the hell out of California. Because you told me don't live on the coast. You told me yep, you don't want to live somewhere where there's electricity shortages, which is already happening. You told me wildfires. Uh-huh. I know that somehow global warming is causing earthquakes to increase. That only sounds like a real thing to me. Um, mm-hmm. So... I should get the hell out of yeah, California. Yeah, get the fuck out of it. If you live Plus, in California, that's where the get zombies the and shit, that's only, you know, that's the where the zombies all, are you know, always in California. From. So mm-hmm. basically, the takeaway from the whole episode today is get the hell out of California. That's the way I see it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we do see a lot of temperature extremes. So, you know, you, you sometimes, you know, things get colder. But I will say, um, that on average, it does seem like things are definitely warming up. But, you know, anyway, take care of your shit is, Uh I guess, basically the bottom line. The takeaway from all this is pay attention. Um, Don't allow the government to make your decisions for you. And if you're always just anti-government, it doesn't mean that everything they say is is wrong it just means that they're always lying about their motives and their purpose if you just take that away as as the you know solution here just assume that you know know their motives of how they use a situation and you might you know end up a little bit better off is i guess you know what it comes down to um i don't know if you guys are uh don't want to hear about global warming and you want us to cover other topics? What could they do, Kevin?
1: Oh, they could email us.
0: We do oh, check our email.
1: email every once in a while and we respond every to emails sometimes.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, PreppingBadass to at to gmail.com.
1: Maybe...
0: PreppingBadass at gmail.com. All right and if you want to have a discussion tell us why we're dumb tell us but you want to make it public you want everybody to know that hey these guys are jackasses what you could do is you can head over to iTunes or wherever you downloaded this podcast and leave a review and be like these freaking guys don't know what the hell they're talking about hey that's on you you know you do what you got to do and, you know, we'll deal with the consequences. That's what we're here for. Yeah, definitely. We're all about send, the us, consequences. send us
1: your hate. I love that shit. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Kevin loves it more than me. I secretly like die on the inside a little bit. You know, <laughs> people say that stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, hey, teach each their own. Right. Uh, also, uh, if you want, we uh, have some cool T-shirts, some uh, cool badass gear. You can get it prepping badass dot com. Uh, otherwise, uh, that's about all I got. Uh, so with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the
1: Self-Defense Radio Network. <clears throat>